Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Uncaped Heroes. We are so glad that you took this time to join us and just engage in this beautiful and enlightening conversation that I know that we're fixing to have. We spend some amazing time in our life traveling the world to meet ordinary people that do the most extraordinary things in their lives and in the lives of others. And then on the other hand, sometimes we meet really extraordinary people that just do the ordinary things really well. We love to celebrate those moments when they came in and they touched a life and they made a difference. So we love sharing those stories. I am Stacy Johnson, co-host of Uncaped Heroes, here with my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today, girl? I am doing great. It's a beautiful day. sun is shining. I can't complain. How are you? I'm, I'm fabulous. Uh, again, I, I just so love this moment and this time that we get to spend. Kathy, when you look at this and you think about this experience that we're having with all these conversations that we have, what's one thing that really stands out to you? That um, everybody's angle is different. You know, everybody's, everybody's end game is the same, but everybody's angle to get there is different. Nobody has the same story or journey or way of doing things or way of thinking, and I, I think it's super cool to point out the unique in the world. Ah, I love that aspect of it. I, like you said, I think a lot of us have the same end game in mind, but the journeys to get to that point are so fascinating and the different ways that you can approach life and find up, end up at that same end game spot. So if you're ready, I know that we have a fabulous guest with us today. I've gotten a brief opportunity to talk to her just once prior to this interview, and she just has the most wonderful energy. She is uh, bubbles on the side of a glass for sure. She's got a sparkle to her and a light to her voice that I can't wait to share with our audience. So if you're ready, Kathy, without further ado, I would love to bring in our guest today, Miss Kelly Rudolph. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for you're being absolutely. here. You're welcome. We're, so, Kelly, show with us. You are joining us from sunny San Diego, California. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, let's get this party started. Kelly, how about you take a few minutes to tell us who is Kelly, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with what you do? Okay. Um, I take women over 40 from stuck and stressed to clear and confident about who they are, what they want, and how to get it. And a lot of the things I do work for everyone on the planet, and I just find that some of the deeper work I do really works for women over 40 especially well. So a lot of things I share are going to be great for, um, I think, your entire audience. Um, I simplify everything. That's my specialty. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I show people how to shift their perspective so that they can feel good even though maybe things aren't so good around them because our emotions that we feel are the most creative energy we have and they pull in other things just like them. So if we're feeling lousy about something, we're going to just pull in more lousy stuff because that's how the universal energy works. So shifting perspective shows us how to look at things um, like see the silver lining, see the glass half full instead of half empty, see the bright side things like that. And then we start looking at things differently. We have better emotions about it. And then we start pulling in the things we actually want 
instead of the things we want, we wanted to get rid of. So it's it's really fun. My business is positivewomenrock.com. And um, one of the things that is most powerful in my business is understanding the subconscious mind because it runs our lives 95 to 99% of the time by default. So when you understand wow. that, yeah, <laughs> it's a big deal. We, we, we spend our days doing all of these things to in, improve our lives and get things accomplished and things. We do a lot of the physical stuff and the thinking stuff, and all of that comes from the conscious mind. And so we don't have too much control over our lives if we're simply working with the conscious mind, and that's why everyone feels stuck and stressed and has anxiety and depression. When you start working with the under-the-hood part, the behind-the-scenes or behind-the-curtain, the subconscious part of your mind, um, then you really understand how you can make changes. I'll give you a quick example because this is one that so many people talk about and struggle with, um, losing weight or weight loss. And we, we'll talk about, you know, oh, well, when I lose the weight or I have to lose the weight or I have to go on a diet and there's all this loss and losing. Well, the subconscious mind looks at that completely opposite of how we look at it consciously. So, um, Stacy, when's the last time you lost your car keys and celebrated? <laughs> right. <laughs> I get that. You, yeah. You frantically look for them until you find them. That's key. And you may have some spare keys made, like I have several of those. You may have spare keys made <laughs> so it doesn't happen again, right? And so your subconscious mind is automatically, not just from losing your keys, but from losing anything, your subconscious mind that runs the show is already programmed to find whatever you lose and bring it back to you as quickly as possible and bring back extra just in case you lose it again. Because you can... Mm. As you can see, a a simple example of weight loss, we have to reword that and uh, make that, you know, something different that would be good to celebrate. So the conscious mind is not going to go along with the whole weight loss and losing weight thing. That's why people tend to gain it back and gain back more and have such a struggle with it. They're simply working with the conscious mind when the subconscious is running the show. And it is so magical to learn how to use the subconscious mind. It's just, it's, it's life-changing. In the moment. It changes your life from that moment on. What a wonderful concept. Yeah. You know, Kelly, I, I, I love talking to people just like you that have this amazing new lens with which to look at things like weight loss or your subconscious. I feel like we're in this place in our, in our culture, in our, in our world right now, where we're seeking permission for so many things so we don't get it wrong. Right, so many things that can come out of your mouth or an attitude or a feeling or a shirt you wear can be perceived so completely opposite of your intention. And so I think we're all seeking permission right now for so many different things. And for you to open this door and to make it okay for people to go, you know, I struggle with that. And you mean there's a way to get better? And just to recognize that we need each other and we come together and we can serve each other in some of the most Beautiful way. So thank you, Kelly, for giving women in general and just people in general permission to, to own that and, and to get better from that. Let me ask you one question. In your work that you do, Kelly, do you also serve men or do you just primarily work with women? I work with men also who, have, um, who are willing to allow 
someone else to guide, to, who are willing to allow a woman to guide them. <laughs> Put it that way. Um, sometimes men are much more uh, defensive or uh, resistant to the energy work I do. Like I can talk to anyone about all the subconscious stuff. The, the deep work I do, which is going back and releasing the emotional baggage that has come forward from many generations and lifetimes, and that's what's plaguing us today. Most of the junk we deal with today isn't even ours. Like I would say 95% of it isn't ours at all. It's just gotten bigger over time. Each time we feel an emotion, it, it lobs onto that big, I call them emotional junk balls, and we release those in the subconscious mind. Now that stuff is, I'm very particular about who I work with when it's a man and a woman too, but very few men, but there are some amazing um, success stories on my website and some of them are men, like losing one of my clients lost 95 pounds and has kept it off for years. Um, things like that where, um, yeah, I have a 100% success rate, so I'm very particular about who I work with because I make sure in the beginning they will be a success story or I will not work with them. So I'm very, mm. very particular. I'm not going to mention What a up. challenge. Yeah, what a challenge for both of you. Yeah, what a challenge for both of you to go into it knowing you're going to win, mm-hmm. right? And, and yeah. what an energy to take into it, right? Because you take it into that client and you can't help but pass that energy. It's like, hey, there's not winning isn't an option here. Right. Right, so what courage and what, yeah, what power that must give your program underneath. So thank you, mm-hmm. Kelly, for doing that and for just for sharing that with us. You're welcome. On the other hand, I could see how that would be a barrier for men and the emotional baggage. Yeah, and you know how um, we love men, and women's brains and men's brains um, work differently. So, like Cassie, if you were to talk to a man, you may say something that a woman would get right away in the exact way that you meant it, and a man processes things differently, so that he may not receive it the same way you meant it. And the, so the miscommunication is a huge challenge with relationships. It's like, it's like God was joking when he put men and women together and said, here, have relationships, communicate all you want. Right. Understand each other. Really, Go for it. Yes, exactly. We really communicate differently. So it's so much easier for me to, to just speak straight across to a woman and she gets what I say. So as you can tell, it, would, it takes a lot more effort on my part to work with a man unless he has a very strong feminine side. And those, they're just, those are wonderful. Those are usually the men I work with. And a lot of men won't admit they have a strong feminine side. <laughs> hmm. I can totally see that. So let's take this in a different direction. One, I think this is super cool, and I think this is something that, you know, our listeners, you should be taking notes and picking up for contact information because this is something that can totally change your life. This is awesome. So on your journey to where you are now, um, who would you identify as a hero or inspiration in your journey? Uh, John Walsh of America's Most Wanted. <laughs> he has been my hero since, when did that start? 1988. He has always been one of my heroes. And I got to work with him. I got, he flew my team to New York when I had a self, personal safety and self-defense business, and I got to work with him on stage and, and meet him. And it was just a high point of my life. That's super cool. Can I ask why he's your hero? 
Um, he turned the tragedy of his son, um, Adam Walsh, getting abducted and, and murdered, he turned that into taking over 1,200 fugitives off the streets with his show. And he's had several shows since then. Um, but this, America's Most Wanted ran for like 24 seasons. It was really long. It got taken off the air. And the viewers demanded, including people in the White House, demanded um, it come back on because it was so helpful. It was just, it was such an example of people um, protecting each other and wanting to get, you know, the bad people off the street so that we could feel safer. And he did that. And he was just, he turned the tragedy into triumph and helped so many people. And the one thing that I um, really, really found out when I was there in his studio was one of the producers was saying, because I was just in awe of him. <laughs> I, I remember him walking by, and I was in the green room, and he walked by, and I, I heard his voice, and I just, like, my whole body got chills because he'd been my hero for so long. I was there in 2002, literally one year anniversary of 9-11, the day before the one-year anniversary. So New York was pretty much cleared out except for us. And um, I remember him walking by, and I was like, oh, my gosh, was that him? Was that him? Was that him? One of the producers told me later that when he isn't filming, he's on the phone with parents of missing children. And mm. I just got chills when I said that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he is the person we I just got chills all over. He, he is the person <laughs> we see. He's completely authentic. He, I mean, it wasn't someone telling me, yeah, he's like, you know, always on the phone with parents and missing children. I mean, this producer, she just was honoring him and telling me the behind the scenes because she could tell how crazy I was about getting to meet him and work with him. And I just, I thought, my gosh, his dedication, his authenticity, his passion for what he does, mm. it, was, it was such a good model for me because I always felt that way in my business, that business and the current one. And I sometimes really look for other people who are like that, who are like they perceive, portray themselves to be in real life, too. Because that isn't mm. always a line. And I was just blown away by him. I just love him. How refreshing to come to the conclusion that your hero is actually genuinely the person that he says he is. Yes. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's awesome. I remember being a kid <clears throat> watching that show, and still my kids were like, Mom, what is this show? I'm like, this is a great show. <laughs> <laughs> Stay fine, kids. So, very cool. Yeah. I, You know, Kelly, we've had such fun doing these interviews. When we talk to people and, and really get into the question of who's a hero for you and why, it's it's really cool to hear the stories behind who gets chosen to, to honor that. I mean, I think there are so many heroes that come along in our lives at so many different times for so many different reasons, right? And they, mm-hmm. they add something amazing that helps shape who we become next on this journey that we're on. And so thank you for sharing him. And I like you, I remember, and we watch this show all the time. And so I love the fact that you honor him in that way. And like Kathy said, that in the end he proved to be the man that he represented himself to be. Because so many times I think that's what we find. We, we see these people and we put them on this 
emotional pedestal as heroes, and then we discover that they are just, in fact, human, and we get, we get let down, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so how refreshing to own that hero and be able to be and stand in his space and recognize he is, in fact, the same man on both sides. So what an honor. And thanks yes. for sharing him with us. So, Kelly, let's look at the world that we live in. If you and I, if you're standing back and you're looking at this beautiful place that we call the world and this life that we've given, been given to live, when you look at it and when you see it from your perspective with your conscious and subconscious both in action, where do you see the gap in the world today, Kelly? And how do you feel like we can come together and, and begin to fill that gap? I see the gap being that everyone's doing things on the surface, and I find that very few people actually understand what's under the hood and running the whole show, and that is the emotions we feel every day, every minute of every day, are our, as human beings, as our bodies, that is our most creative energy we have, and everything in the universe is made of energy. And this energy attracts energy that's just like it on the same frequency. It's like you can't turn in, tune into the music you want unless you get on the right station. And everyone's feeling all these feelings. And like you said, asking for permission and um, feeling like we need permission, even if we, we realize we don't, but we still want it. And it's, it's such a superficial, not, um, I don't mean that in a bad way, it's a, such a surface living right now. Everyone's living on the surface, and, and most people are, unfortunately kind of unhappy or not feeling well and when you realize the emotions you feel are cre- are bringing more of the same to you you have to shift to being happy and grateful and joyful no matter what's going on around you that right there creates more joyful and happiness <laughs> coming your way and the way to feel more joyful and happy and grateful no matter what's going on around you is to switch your perspective and see the, the silver lining and the glass half full. There's always something good about everything that's happening. And you'll, you'll hear, we'll, we'll say things like, well, everything happens for a reason. And then someone will follow it up with, yeah, but we may never know the reason. I completely, 100% disagree with that. I can show anybody the reason why something in their life happens 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because it has to do with energy has to do with the subconscious mind and it flipping things around from what we think it's going to do, and like the weight loss thing, stuff like that, <laughs> and personality style, and our human needs we have to get met. Those things are a few very, very simple components and elements that I, that I teach my clients, and they can figure out literally why 100% of things are happening the exact way they're happening, including other people doing and saying the things they do the way they do and say them. And it simplifies hmm. the whole world. And then it's, it, it's, you know, you have everything you need to create the life you want. Hmm. I, I absolutely love that concept. And I agree. I think that that is a huge gap in just this world that we're, we're not now. We're a whole different kind of visible, right? We're visible online and we have this new presence. So I agree. I think there's this whole superficial thing going on and a lot of confusion about what's underneath. I teach a class yes. myself called Underneath the Music, where d- that's the challenge is what's underneath the music for you? Right? I grew up as a tap dancer, and my daughter's a tap dancer, and can attack when you're tapping, you can't tap to the music because the music changes. 
you have to dance to that one sound underneath that's constant all the way through. And that's what we lose touch with is our one constant. We get lost in the music. And so the, the program teaches about that very thing, coming back to find out what's in fact underneath the music for you, what's under your hood. So I totally get your concept. I love it. I love yeah, it. Thanks for sharing. Thing to teach people. I love the concept of the tap dancing and things. That makes so much sense. And it's really important to put everything, like we're talking about, into visual terms. So mm-hmm. we, can, we can see them, <laughs> visualize them. Wow, that's great. Yeah, we're just missing the, the feeling part. We're so busy doing and being, we're missing the feeling part that's really creating everything. I think all the chaos recently has confused us on what emotions really are about, what is happy, what is sad, right? What is scared, what is confused, what are so many things? Because we feel them and then we put that out there and then somebody says, oh, no, that's not right. You're and not I allowed to feel more, like that. I, I think anymore a lot of people are not open to the circle. You know, they're not open to the cause and effect. They don't want to know why. They want to know how to fix it or how to change it. They don't want to realize that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. There is a reason for everything that happened. And if you trace it, you can find it. Absolutely. And that scares the crap out of people, I think. Pardon me? Sorry. I said that scares the crap out of people, I think. I think it does. And exactly what you just said, if someone's scared, if there's fear, if you realize that maybe 95% of that fear was never yours to start with, it rolled down through generations and generations, we get stuff like that through DNA. When we come into this world, we have a whole lot of good stuff and a whole lot of junk that came in with us. And so what I do is we go in the subconscious mind without, without dwelling on problems. I don't want to hear people's problems, honestly. That would just be <laughs> drag me down. Um, we don't dwell on problems. We don't relive anything. We don't feel any of the emotions. We simply go back to the subconscious mind. The feeling is conscious. I mean, feeling a feeling, like being upset or something, is conscious. So when you go back in the subconscious mind, you don't feel anything. You just, a lot of people are visual, so they get to see the situation. You release those big emotional junk balls, and you come back um, to today, and you are minus all the emotional baggage, this takes minutes. It literally takes like 8 or 12 minutes for, to release a gigantic thing like fear or anger or sadness. And, and you have such a tiny little fraction of that. It's only what's appropriate for the current moment in your life. And it is life-changing and freeing. You feel like this huge sigh of relief just took over your whole life. It's amazing. What a liberating right. People concept. People want to fix it. Yeah, people want to fix it. That's the way to fix it. And realizing all, the, all these big emotional junk balls aren't ours anyway. We're not that screwed up. But a little bit of screw up over many generations <laughs> ends up with this huge snowball of emotions that comes crashing down on us when someone pulls in front of us in their car. You know, yeah. so we wipe all that out and get a fresh start with a clear head and an open heart. I love that. So, you're full of amazing information. This has been such a fun conversation. But if you had to pick one line to put on a T-shirt as your message to the world, what would it be? I can. 
Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. You know, all the things I would, I would put on a shirt, and I'm like, you know what? That just encompasses everything. There's always a way. Mm-hmm. My cat, who was 20 when I put him down, he taught me something, and I wrote an article about it. There's always another way no one's talking about. And I, I thought of things like that. It's like, that's what I would put on a shirt. And then I thought, Positive Women Rock, that's my company name. And I thought, you know what? I can. It just means there's always a way. There's always a way. And usually it's the one no one's talking about. I, I so appreciate that comment, that statement, I can. One of the, again, one of the things we talk about in some of the stuff we do is that how your brain perceives your perception of that situation, whatever it is. If you come upon a situation and your first question is, how can I do that? You get a 50-50 shot already because you've already set in that self-doubt. You've already set in the thought process that maybe I can and maybe I can't. And, and if you look at it instead and go, how can I do that? that? Then that becomes a challenge and it sets up an entirely different chemical reaction in your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. one approach to the very same question. Right, and so that those words I can, how powerful is that? Yeah, that's like it is yourself in, up and going, but when you say but, yeah. nothing before that matters. Exactly. Uh, you guys are on the same page. Yeah, and the word try, <laughs> try. The word try. We call it the dreaded T word. The positive women rock. No one says that. Um, we just get different things to say because it started in the 12th century and it automatically tells your subconscious mind probably isn't going to work out. <laughs> try means try implies failure and it's very least out. And so if you say something like, let's give it a shot, let's see what happens, we'll see how it works out, They're, those are totally different than using the T word. Well, yeah, because if you're going to try, then you give yourself an option for it to work or not. Mm-hmm. And the others do too. Like give it a shot. Gives it, it's not totally committal. However, mm-hmm. it's not the negative feeling with all that emotional junk ball on it that has been rolling down from generations since the 12th century. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't have all the junk on it. I'm sorry. I had a granddaughter walk in the room looking for some shoes. I had to take just a second. <laughs> Again, those moments in life, right, they just happen around us. Kelly, one of the things I've enjoyed the very most in this whole process of interviews that we've done, in this journey that we've been on to meet these fabulous people like yourself, and yes, I agree, I think we're all reading out the same book, right, on the same page, and it's refreshing, right, it's very refreshing to hear that come from someone else. So I feel like we represent here just three, three different generations on this one phone call, and to see that that there's that same Kindle underneath the music is that same desire and that want for us all to just to find that place. So thank you so much for what you share with us. The, the T-shirt quotes that we've gotten, Kelly, we've done 170 interviews and we don't have two that are the same. Everybody's statement has been different. Everybody's why behind of all the words there are out there. The why would you choose those words? The stories are fabulous. And so thank you for sharing your story with us. I want to thank you and Cassie both for your time today, for joining us from San Diego, for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge. And I hope our listeners took a page of notes because I know that I did. I have so many things to ponder after this conversation. 
Please remember that this is brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If you know somebody that we need to talk to, a conversation we need to have, or a story we need to hear, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. Now, I know about you ladies, but I can't think of a better way to close this out with some powerful statements of emotion. So, Kathy, let's have the stage. Give us your thoughts. What's your final statement and offers for Kelly today? I just hope that our listeners are really honing in on this advice because it's so important. How you talk to yourself, how you treat yourself, how you view yourself is so important. And thank you for what you do for people. Thank you for being here with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This has really been fun. It's been such a joy having you. And I'm just going to say again, listeners, I hope that you listen. And I hope at the end of this day, you walk around and decide that you can too. So, Kelly, I can't think of a better way, girlfriend, than to give you the stage. Please leave our audience for the last 60 seconds of your wisdom. Okay. All the junk you're feeling isn't your junk. (laughs) It's really been accumulating over generations, and you are doing so much better than you even realize. And just that knowledge right there can help you feel so much better. Really, it can. And then there there are ways to literally release the, the emotional junk balls in the subconscious mind. Just remember that what you feel Your emotions that you feel, those are creating things that cause you to feel more of those emotions. So find the silver lining. Just force yourself to find it if that isn't your your talent right now. And it will become your talent. You'll get very skilled at finding the silver lining. And look at the bright side because as um, Wayne Dyer said, change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that is completely true. 